You work hard to build your business. Be sure you're protecting it. Rock Solid Financial is the top insurance and financial literacy firm for small business owners. We specialize in small business funding consulting, credit repair advisement, business credit acquisition, strategic uses of life insurance products for protecting and cash flowing a business, and strategies for entrepreneurs to create tax-free retirement savings. No matter what stage you're at, no matter if you're a solopreneur, a small business owner or somewhere in between, we can help. Visit www.rocksolidfinancial.co forward slash advice to book a free consultation and learn how we can help you to protect you and your business. Hi there, I'm Tanisha Coffey, owner of The Lofty Entrepreneur and Rock Solid Financial. And this is The Lofty Entrepreneur Podcast, where business owners can watch or listen in for the very best tips, tools, and resources from high-level strategic concepts to getting in the trenches of how to generate more money, scale, grow, and protect what you work so hard to build. Now, today's guest is Mr. Roy Hudson, a CPA with over 20 years in both accounting and finance. He has worked for several industries and has found that regardless of the size of the organization, one thing remains constant, and that is for any company to be successful, it must have a holistic understanding of its financial statements. So we're going to delve into some of those topics tonight. Guys, help me welcome Mr. Roy Hudson. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know a lot of times when people are starting off, you know, their new businesses, you know, they're all about, you know, the marketing, the branding, the look mm -hmm. and all this. Right. And, yes. you know, of course, they're thinking about it, start my business, but they don't typically think about is the undertaking of managing the financial side of it. Right. So, yes. um, you know, obviously there's, you know, the, the, I want to talk a little, break some of those phases down. Right. So we have mm -hmm. like the accounting, you know, the bookkeeping and accounting, and then we have, right. you know, some of the things that people should know about taxes. So first, um, can you talk a little bit about some of the accounting things that people should set up from the beginning? And then we'll dive into some of the yeah. other topics. Certainly. So um, first of all, you know, with any uh, business, especially when you're dealing with the financials, the foundation of it is the bookkeeping. Because um, the bookkeeping or the bookkeeper or the accountant, what they're responsible for is to record all the council transactions. Um, they're, they're also uh, making sure that the business has accurate, up-to-date financial information about their business. Um, it, it allows them, to, the business owner, to build budgets to identify trends. Uh, and also, they just have precise and transparent financials because a lot of businesses may need that um, when you want to um, meet with investors. They definitely want to see your financials and make sure that they're accurate. Also, when it's time to file taxes, you definitely want to make sure all your financials are in order and also for budgeting. So I would think I would say, first of all, from a financial standpoint, you want to start uh, with the foundation, which is having a bookkeeper or an accountant uh, to provide you those uh, those 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 most important services for accurate financial information. Right. And then you mentioned one thing. Um, obviously, people know when you make money, the government's going to want their cut. You know, so thinking about those mm -hmm. taxes now as an individual, you know, you only are responsible for paying taxes for the most part, right. you know, once a year. Um, but go mm -hmm. ahead and explain kind of, you know, what it what new business owners should expect when it comes to those taxes, how they should kind of set themselves mm -hmm. up for, for being responsible yeah. in that way. 
So depending on your business, if you want to be, um, if you're a so uh, a Schedule C or a, um, a LLC, uh, you're gonna you're gonna want to pay quarterly taxes. What happens at the end of the year is that when you file your tax returns, uh, there's an employment tax that the IRS is going to charge you on. So you got to pay taxes on that. You want to pay quarterly taxes because also you uh, you want to make sure that you're not incurring any penalties or any interest on any ta unpaid taxes. So as an LLC, as a uh, individual or a, a solo business owner, you, you want to pay those quarterly taxes for your business. Now, there are some business owners that are moving to a S-Corp. And an S-Corp is different from LLC because with the S-Corp, uh, you can become an employee of the company. Uh, with an S-Corp, if you're an employee of the company, you have your W-2s. So the business now has to pay taxes, uh, federal taxes, state taxes, unemployment taxes. Uh, you still want to pay your quarterly taxes as an as a, as a employee of the business. So as a business owner, these are a lot of things that this is the reason why a lot of business owners should have a CPA because they will help help you through that process of you know when to pay my taxes, how much do I need to pay, what is the estimate uh, estimated amount of taxes I would pay next year, so you can make sure that you're paying the correct amount of quarterly taxes or a good estimate of your quarterly taxes. Uh, so I would say you know if you're a business owner, get with a CPA uh, so that you can work to learn about your taxes or have them basically do your taxes to help you through that process. So um, I want to I want to tap into this a little bit because you mentioned about some of the different mm -hmm. um, you know for, um, structures that people can have for their business sole proprietor versus um, LLC versus an S corp and then corporation right so from mm -hmm. yeah. a tax perspective right um, and you know, from a tax perspective just can you quickly identify a few of the differences that the advantages and disadvantage, maybe one or two of each, you know, you know, as an mm. individual, this is the tax advantage, this is the disadvantage. And then for like the LLC, yeah. the, and so on. Right. So with the individual, um, you will, or, or, uh, LLC, you have to pay those employment taxes. Uh, I believe the percentage, uh, I think it's 9%, but you, there's a percentage of employment taxes if you, if you have to pay if you are a, a sole proprietor or an LLC. Now, with uh, when you become an S corp, you don't have to pay those employee taxes, so that's an advantage of, of switching to an S corp. Also, and with the S corp, a lot of times you, you want to have a, a certain amount of, of income, maybe a hundred thousand or more. Uh, but also with the S corp, uh, you are now allowed to, um, and you can do this with the LLC as well. But you, you can you can put some of your money towards an IRA or some kind of investment vehicle, uh, so that way it can lower your taxes as well as you're putting your money away to something that can grow financially in the future. So you're not paying the government any taxes, but you're, you're, you're not also just throwing your money away. You're putting it towards something that can grow your business. So those are the advantages of, of being LLC as well as the S Corp. I would say the big disadvantage, of course, is those employee taxes, the LLC. That's why a lot of times when uh, companies are, make a certain amount of money, they move over to the S Corp because they see more of those advantages of being a W-2, uh, you can take distributions that you're not taxed on, and that's based on um, a number of things. Um, but there are distributions you could take uh, and not be taxed on it. So there's so many advantages to switching over. And as I said, give with the CPA so that you can see what the advantages and disadvantages are of being whether a sole proprietor, LLC, or escort. So let's talk about uh, very good. Thank you so much. All right. So let's talk a little bit about some of those the strategies you kind of mentioned, right? 
So, you know, I'm a strategy girl, love, you know, figuring out different ways to kind of help business owners to do things um, that they may not otherwise be able to do. If, or I should say they could do them, but maybe the traditional routes are not the way to go, right? So when you're thinking about, say, a business owner that is uh, to scale, right? They're trying to scale up. They're, 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 they need a growth spurt. Mm-hmm. What kind of situation, what kind of tax strategies, and this may be too broad of a question, what kind of tax strategies would you say they might would begin to try to implement to help them with their ability to, you know, maybe free up some more cash in order to be able to do things? Uh, uh, from a tax perspective, hmm, that's a good one. As a business owner, you're, you're quite, um, I see as a business owner, some ways you can free up some cash. Um, you know, I think, you know, outside of lowering your taxes, like I said, if, if you, if you were to lower your taxes and, um, by putting towards, say, like I said, a, a IRA or something like that, that can free up some money on the back end for you, especially if you're an LLC. So what happens is it lowers your taxable income and now you're not paying as much in taxes. So now that's more money you could keep toward to your business and grow your business more. So that's one way I will look at, that's one thing I will look at as a business owner, if you're LLC or sole proprietor, uh, to free up some cash. It's definitely trying to lower that taxable income so that you're not being taxed as much uh, on, the, on the back end and you can serve some of that money for your business. Right, right. Um, I know it's not necessarily your, uh, well, I don't know. Um, have you ever worked mm-hmm. with um, some, some business owners who are using um, some insurance strategies as part of that, like using, say, like an executive compensation plan type thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have not. Okay. Yeah, I have not. Uh, my business, the, the business that I worked with, um, I've, I've worked with uh, one is S Corp, a lot of them are LLCs, uh, but they, they are not using uh, those insurance uh, services. I do say, you know, with my clients to work with a financial planner, uh, to work with an insurance person, the, one of our main clients right now, uh, she does have a p- financial planner that can help in those services. Uh, I'm not well, as equipped to help with that information. So right. with our company, especially, we want to ensure our clients, we're not going to promise you that we could do stuff that we can't. And right, we're not going to try right. to advise you on things that we're not certain about. Uh, but like I said, I have not worked with a client like that. Right. But what I want to say, I want to kind of segue this over. So one of the main um, services that you guys offer is as a fractional CFO. And so I want you to kind of explain that because it's going to it's going to, you know, stick with me, people listening, because it's going to kind of combine um, with with some things he was saying before about some of the strategies and things that you may want to do for your business. Your financials are everything. Your financials are, are a huge part of what determines your business's worth, not only to yourself, but to others. And as that means that it is an asset, that information is an asset to you. And so we're, we're going to dive a little bit into that. But I want you to help them to understand this notion of a fractional CFO, because I yeah. feel like too many business owners have no clue what it is, but they desperately need it even more so than just having, you know, a bookkeeper or having an accountant kind of dip in every now and again. So can you explain that? Right. Definitely. Uh, So for for people who don't know, CFO is chief financial officer. That's what the initials stand for. Uh, So you've heard of fractional CFOs, you have outsourced CFOs or virtual CFOs. 
Um, so with a CFO, they, they basically have a high level of financial expertise and they assist the business with their strategic and financial uh, decisions. Uh, so they'll partner with the company to help um, overcome financial challenges, optimize the strategy and achieve growth. So the responsibility of a CFO is to basically track the revenue, the profit and cash flow of a business. Because you want to look at those three things. You want to know how much money you're bringing in, right? How much revenue you have. But not only that, you want to see how much is actually going to the bottom line, how much is going into your pocket. And then you want to know how much cash does the company have? Because you'd be doing great on the, on, the, on the income statement side with your revenue, but how much cash does your company have? You know, it's very important because you, you want to see things such as how many months do I have of cash to cover my expenses? If my business were to slow down, if uh, production had to stop, how many months will I have of cash to cover lights, rent, uh, salaries? You want to have that information and CFO can help you with that. Um, also, what a CFO does is they're going to analyze the company's financial strengths and weaknesses. Where, where are you successful at? Where are your challenges? Okay, where are the holes in your business? They're going to help you understand and analyze that and, 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 and help you to, to correct any issues that your business may have. And most importantly, they're going to propose corrective actions. What changes do you need to make in your business? Like Once again, you, your revenue is high, but your cost of sales, your expenses are high as well. Why are they high? You know, do you need to change your vendors that you're getting inventory from? Um, so they're going to help a business owner look at all of these uh, factors in their business and help them to, to, to grow their business. Now, as a result of everything that the CFO does, the business owner knows exactly what to focus on financially. They're going to know what changes they need to make. Like I say, if it's cost of sales, if it's inventory, what changes do they need to make financially for their business? They're going to understand the financial health of their business also. How well is my business doing? Are we going to be able to make it through the year? Are we able to make payroll next month? Having this information is detrimental and uh, for a, a business owner. And not to mention, when you have a CFO working with you, you're no longer in it by yourself. You know, you're, you're not worrying about the business. You're not waking up at 2 a.m. in the morning. Oh, my God, where's my business going? You have someone there that you can reach out to that can guide you and give you that understanding. You know, um, a lot of businesses, they would just have a bookkeeper. And like I said, bookkeeper is very important. But what a business owner have to has to understand is that a bookkeeper is, is reaction. It's, it, they're reactionary. So you're looking at things that happened in the past. You're looking at your financials, uh, something that happened last month. Um, you know, I equate it to taking a trip, a, a cross-country trip, and you have two people in the vehicle with you. You have your accountant or your bookkeeper that's told you how much you spent on gas, how much you spent on food, but you also need to, that's not the whole trip. The other half of the trip is how much do you have left? How are you going to make it to your destination? You know, how much money do I have left? How am I going to, how am I going to budget the, the gas, the, the food for the rest of the trip? And the CFO is there to help you with that. Same thing with your business. Your bookkeeper is giving you your foundations. They're telling you where the business is at currently or where they were at last month. Your CFO is going to tell you how you're going to make it the rest of the way. How are you going to make it to the end of the year? Or how are you going to make it for the next five years? So that's why it's very important for a small business to have, as I stated, a holistic view of their financials from the foundation of the bookkeeping uh, to going forward with the CFO. So uh, I, I think that's hugely important because, again, I my favorite thing out of what you just said is with the bookkeeping and accounting, it's tracking, you know, where you are at a point in time. And, you know, with the bookkeeping, it's what's already happened. But then the notion of actually thinking about your financials, again, from a strategic standpoint and saying, okay, let's 
actually analyze. That was the that was the key phrase that I pulled, you know, from kind of the CFO, you know, position is the analyzing of what direction do you take next? I mean, a lot of business owners right. do it already through, you know, like their marketing or if they're just looking at the sales. But when you start to look at it overall, um, you know, I, yes. I think that's hugely important. Yes. Um, sometimes I'll work with, um, you know, business owners who are, um, you know, needing to get um, like line, they want lines of credit or they want loans, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes yeah. it's going the traditional route may be a smart idea, but sometimes going mm-hmm. a non-traditional route may be smarter based on your financials, right? right. You may not be able to, exactly. um, you know, sustain a loan in a traditional way. Um, you know, that yes. may be presented to you. And so I think that's great information to have, um, you know, when yep. it comes to that. Um, yes. What- yeah. That, and, and that's why we say we're looking at that cash flow is very important because that cash flow statement will show you that it's looking at your revenue and your payables. So once again, as you stated, if you have a loan, uh, how much of, of your cash is truly the loan amount? You know, how much is, is that is infused money from a loan? And, and once again, once you have it and, you know, you analyze that and say, well, this is how well my company is doing. You know, we, 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 yes, we do have a hundred thousand in cash, but 50,000 is related to a loan. <laughs> and so what's going to happen with that loan money? How am I going to produce more money from that loan? Uh, so once again, you, you want to have that strategy down packed and that's why you want to have that CFO to help walk you through the, the, the next month, the next two, three months and throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I want to talk. So we talked about starting the business, right? What people need to be thinking about um, from a financial perspective. We just touched upon as you're moving along um, through the business. Let's talk about when you're ending the business, right? Because a lot of times people, again, they romanticize the starting of a business and, uh, you know, all of this. And they don't really think about the end game. And I know particularly um, when people are trying to sell their business, right? Those financials are, yeah. are a huge aspect of that. So um, yeah. let's talk a little bit about some things that, that would indicate a very strong business financially that people may want to strive to have or strive to achieve if their goal is in five years, I want to go ahead and sell my business kind of thing. Okay. So you definitely, uh, when you're looking at your financials or you're looking at your business, uh, depending upon the business that you have. So every business is different. You know, uh, a lot of things people look at is your gross margin for your business. So basically how much of your revenue is remaining with the company. Now, everybody's business is different. So you don't have a standard gross margin for each, each company. So you want to be able to ensure that your company is sustainable it is uh, uh, scalable and that you're seeing those returns on a monthly uh, basis. Whether, uh, like I said, if you're looking at your gross margin, if you're looking at your cash flow and you have enough cash to sustain your business. Now, you want to make your present, if you plan to eventually sell your business, you want to make it presentable to the, the next uh, someone that wants to buy it. So, you want to show that your business is successful, that it is bringing monthly uh, gross margins. And you can provide those 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 monthly uh, profits that they're uh, that they will expect to receive, and that way that can help you value your business as well. If I want to sell you a business of mine, and hey, this is how much we make a year, um, you know, this is where you're standing to gain for the next few years, then this is where I propose to sell my business to you for. Uh, 
So you just want to have a healthy in income statement. And when your income statement, that's your revenue, your uh, expenses, your profits. Uh, so you want to have a healthy, a healthy income statement, uh, positive returns uh, every month or sustainable returns each month. And also on the cash flow side, sustainable cash flow. You know, you, you want to, you know, I, I prefer that people have enough cash to cover anything that may come up. You may, because you, once again, you may need to buy a new asset for your business. Uh, you may need to, you know, cover expenses for a few months if things slow down. But you, you definitely want to have a healthy cash flow as well uh, for your business. So I was, I, I would suggest to any business owner, you know, when you're looking at your financials, look at it in whole, in total. Just don't look at the income statement and look at, hey, look, how, look at my revenue. You know, look at the bottom line. Where's that profit margin at? Uh, also, where's your cash flow and how healthy that is? Because that'll determine the, 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 you know, the, the value and the success of your business. Oh, you're on mute. I can't, I can't hear you, Tanisha. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. And I wanted to kind of, you know, yeah. chime in on that because um, a lot of times many small business owners, especially the, you know, um, solopreneurs and things like that, um, you know, they kind of keep to themselves on, you know, the financials, the things that are going on because they're thinking, oh, it's just me. Right. But the reality mm -hmm. is, is whatever yeah. business you're building, no matter how large or how small you are, it does have value. And so, you know, those financials mm -hmm. really can help to make a difference between you saying, oh, I'm just going to shut my business down, you know, because I'm done, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to work it anymore. And you having the ability to, you know, connect with a business broker um, you know, to say, hey, let's see if anybody's wanting to take over this, you know, this practice, this clientele. And so those financials can play a huge, yes. huge role. And so, you know, it, it's, I won't, depending on who you talk to, you know, it may not be the sexiest of subjects, you know, related to your business, but boy, oh boy, if somebody yeah. starts offering you that right money, <laughs> simply because you've tracked your things right. and you've done it right, you know, it'll become a lot more right. appealing than I would think. So, yeah, um, and I've read before when you get into a business. Oh, I'm sorry. My no, apologies. No, no. You go ahead. We got a delay. So you go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, I've read before when you start a business, you should always think of your exit plan. That's uh, that's the main thing. And I think a lot of times when you start a business, you're just thinking about running the business. But, uh, you know, your goal is what is the end result? What is the end game here with this business? Do I expect to run this, you know, for, you know, it could be a, it could be a family business going forward. You know, do I want to pass this on to my children? Uh, so basically just thinking about that end game is very important because that'll also help you to devise your plan. Hey, you know, what do I want to do next year? What do I want to see my business at five? Do I want to be in this 10 years from now? If I just want to sell this business in 10 years, what do I need to do to get to that point where, I'm, um, I can sell it. I'm profitable. I can sell it and live comfortably for the rest of my life. Uh, so you want to start building that plan and, and definitely think of that exit plan or where do you expect to end your business? And uh, my wife and I talk about it as well. Where do we, where do we see this business going? Uh, it depends on what our children do. Our kids are 12 and nine, so they still got a few years to go <laughs> before they uh, decide what they want to do. But uh, we do want to think about that, that end game. You know, uh, do we eventually want to sell it? Um, you know, I, I met a person that told me he just sold his business. Uh, he had a tax business. Uh, but, you know, he was like, hey, there's my end game. I was ready to sell it. Uh, it was doing well. And, you know, so he sold his business. So 
I would think for any business owner, when you get into business, think about that end game. What is your exit strategy? What is your end goal for the company? Right. So I want to, because I think it's, first of all, kudos to you, because it is very tough, I think, for a lot of people to run a business with their spouse. So, um, you know, definitely props <laughs> to you guys. Um, I Thank go you. ahead and tell everybody about, I, I, you know, I t talked a little bit about some of the things you do, but I mm -hmm. want you to go ahead and describe um, you know, kind of how you guys work and things of that nature and um, how people can get in touch with you if they would like to speak Definitely. with you about maybe the fractional CFO services or anything else you have to offer. Okay, yes. So I, the business was started by my wife, uh, McKenge Hudson. Uh, she started the business a few years ago and uh, she always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, her family has, she has a number of uh, family members that are entrepreneurs and she's always had a love for numbers. She's a graduate of Florida A&M University, go Rattlers. Um, I have my green, I don't have the orange on, but go Rattlers. Uh, but she's always had a love for numbers. And she, uh, she was a stay-at-home mom, but she wanted to show her, our sons that what a woman can do, what mom can do. Mom is just not mom around the house that you know, takes them to school, drops them off. Mom, you know, she's a, she owns her business. She's a co-president of the PTA. Uh, so mom does it all. Mom, mom's bad. Mom, mom. Mommy's bad. She's a bad mama. So um, so the, she started the business and she just offered the bookkeeping services because that's what she was doing. Um, I, in turn, uh, came on board to do the CPA in, uh, as a CPA, but to do the CFO tax services. So the way our business works is uh, McKenge, uh, she is over the bookkeeping uh, part of the business. She's QuickBooks certified. Uh, so if any person comes to the company, if they're if they already have, if they need QuickBooks set up, she can set people up in QuickBooks. If they're using QuickBooks and need help with it, she does QuickBooks cleanup. Uh, she runs payroll. Uh, so she handles the bookkeeping side of the business. I run the CFO and the tax services. Uh, as I said, my experience throughout my career over 15 years of accounting, uh, I spent the first half doing accounting and the second half doing uh, the, the finance or the CFO business, building budgets and forecasts for, business, forecasts for businesses. Uh, as well as doing taxes uh, for many years. So the way to run a business, once again, she's over bookkeeping. I do CFO and tax. The way our business works, uh, we're a la carte. If you come to us and say, hey, I just need a bookkeeper, then we'll provide you those services. If you say, I, I have a bookkeeper, but I just need CFO services, great. If you just say, I need tax services, whatever it is you need. Uh, for taxes, we do it for both businesses and individuals. Uh, so the way the business works is, you know, once again, depending on what you need, uh, you can reach out to either of us. Our website is HudsonAS.com. Um, my email address is Roy at HudsonAS.com. And my wife's email address is McKenge at HudsonAS. And I'll spell her name because I'm pretty sure <laughs> that'll be a guess. But um, uh, her name is uh, M-K-A-N-E-G-H-A-Y at HudsonAS.com. Uh, so you can reach out to either one of us. Uh, please visit the website. Uh, if you go to the website, we have all of these services that we offer. And if you want to schedule time to speak with us, uh, if you have questions, you know, if you if you uh, you know you're thinking about the services that you you may need for your business and want to learn more about it, please reach out to us at our website. All right, very good. Thank you so much. And um, for those of you listening in. Keep in mind, um, you know, if you need help with any of your, you know, business strategic planning, 
You can catch up with me at theloftyentrepreneur.com forward slash discovery call. But meanwhile, if you guys are thinking about some of the financial strategies that you may want to employ um, to kind of help you along, particularly with the cash flow of your business, give you a little bit of surge, then visit me at rocksolidfinancial.co forward slash business. That is .co, not .com. And I'm happy to speak with you. All right, guys, that is it for tonight. I want to thank you so much for joining me, Roy. I truly appreciate you. Um, it's been very cool speaking with you. And I know that um, people listening and watching are grabbing some great nuggets. And guys, you heard him. Get your financials together. I don't care, I don't care what they look like right now. Nobody has to know if you've been doing it on your own. Just start from today. Get it together. Because at the end of the day, those financials will help you as the business owner to know how you can be doing better for your business financially. And then down the line, it gives you options. It's good to have options if you want to sell or, or invite investors to, you know, into your business. Um, you know, so really get those together. Hugely important. And then be sure to reach out to Roy and McKinge to help you. Thank you, Roy. I appreciate you. Next Thank time, you so guys. much for having me once again. You're welcome. Oh, be sure to like and subscribe, guys. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Tanisha Coffee here, a.k.a. The Lofty Entrepreneur. If you've wanted to start a business but you haven't done it because you just don't know how, today's the day to lose that excuse. I've created a free interactive blueprint that walks you through the process step by step. So there you have it. Barrier removed. You're welcome. Go to www.30minutestartup.com to access your free blueprint. Before you go, click the subscribe button on the Lofty Entrepreneur Show page so you don't miss out on any advice to help you as you grow your business.